Hello, I'm Lucy. This is my De-Stress Yourself podcast, a place where you can come when you just feel like life is getting a bit overwhelming. I'll be sharing my own experiences with stress and anxiety, and I'll be having a chat with a few different people about theirs. So hopefully you might just take away a few different coping methods to try yourself. I hope you enjoy it. Just think of me as a bit of company when you really bloody need it. So to start the first episode off, I'll just introduce myself. So I'm Lucy, I'm 26 years old and I live in London at the minute. Nice to meet you. That sounded a bit like a blind date introduction. But I suffer quite badly with anxiety. So kind of everyday anxiety. Sometimes I get panic attacks and sometimes I get a little bit depressed. So over the past sort of year, I feel like I've learned quite a lot of different coping methods so if they will help you out in any way that would make me very happy recently i started cbt sessions so i don't know if you know what this is you might do that yourself but it's basically where it's so it's cognitive behavioral therapy so you go and speak to a professional whether it's in person or over the phone you can usually get this for free um there's usually quite a, a big waiting list but it is worth it if you are considering it and it's where you talk to a professional and they kind of break down what your daily sort of stresses are and really specifically look at what could be triggering a different sort of depression phase, a different stress phase. And then you learn how to train your brain to deal with these feelings differently to just kind of get to where you want to be in life, really. So I thought it'd just be good for the first episode to share what I've learned this past like year and my topic that I want to talk about today is overthinking. So I feel like at the minute especially, so I'm recording this during home isolation, obviously coronavirus is quite a weird strange time, no one really knows what's going on and I feel like no one really knows how serious it is, we know it's serious but yeah it's just it's a bit of a weird time really. And there might be some of you who are personally affected by that now. So especially for you, here's just some methods with how to deal with overthinking, stress and anxiety during this kind of strange time. So these are just simply from books I've been reading. Um, Okay, so what to do when you have constant thoughts of regret or constant thoughts of future worry. Something I've been watching at the minute um, I don't know if I'm embarrassed to say this or not, but yeah, Celebs Go Dating. It is so good. If you enjoy trash TV and just, if you're looking for something to cheer you up, I'd say either Drag Race, because I'm so late to the party with that. I've just been watching that and it's absolutely hilarious. But Celebs Go Dating, I was watching this the other day and one of the main sort of hosts on it called Paul so he's it's basically a show where celebrities go in and they get dating advice and they get set up with quote marks normal people and one of the guys the main host said this quote and it really stood out to me so the quote was living in the past is depression living in the future is anxiety but living in the right now that is a blessing. Hashtag blessed. No, but seriously. So mindfulness, you hear this being thrown out there all the time on Instagram captions. I've never actually 
fully understood what mindfulness means. But I feel like this quote sums it up quite well. Basically, mindfulness means that when you're not letting your mind be sort of clogged up with daily pointless negative thoughts I feel like I get this quite a lot and I've been quite getting it a lot more at the minute with being home isolating but even if you are you know if you're a nurse and you're still working if you're a carer a key worker I still feel like at the minute I feel like there's a lot of overthinking going on and whether that's overthinking about yourself overthinking about your past overthinking about the news and what's going on I feel like now is quite a good time to try and practice some tips with being mindful. So I saw a good picture the other day. I didn't actually understand what it meant until I heard this quote on Celebs Go Dating. And basically it is a a picture that I saw on Instagram with a woman walking a dog and it was split down the middle. So on the left, it was her and a dog sat on a bench and a thought bubble that was filled with like phones moments of a past a to-do list feeding her kids getting this on time getting a car I don't know whatever it was and then on the right hand side it was the same picture a thought bubble but inside the thought bubble was just literally what she could see so the park the sun the grass and a dog and basically that's mindfulness in a nutshell so kind of trying as hard as you can to live with what you are doing right this minute or right this day. So basically learning to block out pointless thoughts. Sometimes, you know, negative thoughts come into your mind for a reason. So sometimes it could be that maybe you've not been the best friend to someone or maybe you have said something a bit out of line. So negative thinking can be good sometimes, but negative thinking when it's overwhelming when you can't sleep at night you're lying in bed awake till 3am but you're knackered you've got to get up at 7 to look after your kids or to do your day job and you're really struggling to do it then that's when mindfulness tips will come in handy so I'm going to go through a few things that I've learned in CBT in a book that I've recently read so Fern Cotton has a book called Quiet which is brilliant all about how to silence your like inner, I think she calls it a naysayer, your like inner bully. And also I've just read Sarah Knight, an author Sarah Knight, um, she does a book called You Do You. So Sarah Knight has a TED talk and she basically is a, she used to be a book editor. So she was this really hardworking, high up professional and she quit her day job and moved to a tropical island. And her book is absolutely brilliant um so i'm gonna go through a few things that was a tongue twister i'm gonna go through oh wow why can i not speak i'm gonna go through a few things i've learned from these sources um okay so the first thing i've learned is how to block out pointless thoughts so okay say it's one in the morning you're looking at your time, you're counting down the hours, you're thinking, oh God, I've got four hours now. Uh, no, I've got four hours, 50 minutes. No, sorry, <laughs> I said that wrong. Three hours, 50 minutes. You know one of those nights where you're just literally counting down every hour and your mind is like filled with like, oh, oh my God, remember when I said that to Kelly Clark, Kelly Clarkson? 
I remember when I said that to Kelly Smith on the playground when I was 15. Oh my God, I'm such a terrible person. I hate those type of thoughts because they are so pointless. So one thing that I learned from these books, uh, in Fern Cotton's book especially, is to recognise, try and catch these thoughts. Catch the thought and think to yourself, right, okay, what is this thought? Is this my mind playing tricks on me? Is this my bully just trying to beat me up for no reason? Or is this a valid thought? One thing I think really helps me is to write down your thoughts. So grab a bit of paper, a notepad, whatever it is, and write your thought down. Look at your thought and assess what's in it. So how much evidence is in that thought that it's real? So say if it's something that you've said to someone last week and they've been ignoring you, that's evidence. So okay, maybe this thought is valid. And the reason that this thought is continuously racing your mind is because you know that you need to do something about it. One in the morning, you're not going to be able to do much about it there and then. So what you could do is write down a few steps that you could maybe take the next day. So maybe you might write, okay, step one with how to overcome this thought. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going to write this person a text. I'm going to send them a text saying, look, you might have even forgotten about this, but it's really playing on my mind. I said this thing to you last week and it was a bit out of order. So I just want to apologise you know, send the text, see what they say. They've probably forgotten about it. Most of the time, it's like something you've said in a meeting and everybody there has forgotten about it apart from you. But if that's going to help you, then do that. Second of all, catch the thought. If you think, you know, this is something I've done 10 years ago. I don't speak to that person anymore. You know, maybe they've blocked you on Instagram. Maybe they've blocked your number. Maybe you don't. There's nothing you can do about it but you still can't stop thinking about it. So this is the time when you need to catch that thought and say, do you know what? There is absolutely no point in continuously thinking about this again and again because there's nothing I can do about this. So that's when you need to try and go, I need to get this thought, you know, write it down, scrumble up the, scrumble, scrunch, scrunch up the paper. You know what I mean? Like when they do on film, scrunch it up, throw it in the bin. That thought is complete nonsense because it's either not true or there's nothing you can do about it. That has helped me. It sounds cringy and corny to do that, but I promise you now, try it because that has actually helped me like really a lot with, you know, getting rid of those thoughts and being like, no, I want to sleep tonight. And the third thing is maybe it's time for you to speak to someone So if it's something, you know, maybe it's a past trauma that you can't stop thinking about and it's really just eating you alive and it wasn't necessarily your fault, maybe now is the time to get in touch with a professional, you know, get on a waiting list for therapy. There's so many numbers now that you can ring up and you can literally just say to them, I just really need to tell you this thought that I'm having. It's continuously going around in my brain and I just need to say it to someone, honestly, they are there to literally answer that. It's amazing what we actually have available. So use these things. Okay, so another thing that I've learned is with a, a, a particular voice that pops up, especially I feel like for sort of, do you know what? I was going to pin an age group to it, but I don't even think there is a particular age group that's affected by this the most. But just with the era of Instagram, 
the inner bully that continuously tells you you're not good enough, you're not doing enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not skinny enough. Oh, it is endless, those thoughts you have. So I've started to like call my inner negative voice a bully. And it's really good to name it because what I find a lot is when I might get dressed one day and I'm like, oh, I've got no clothes. Oh my God, you look awful. Your hair's flat. You you can't do this. You can't do that. Sometimes in work when I'm trying to make a meme and it's not quite going the way I want it to go, I'm like, well, you may as well just give up. You may as well just hand in your notice and move home because you clearly can't do anything. Sometimes it's good to take a breather and go, right, this voice right now, is this logic? Is this like, is it making any sense? Or is it just bully? Is bully just piping up again and feeding you a load of crap that you don't need to listen to? And once you've named it, and once you can try and get into the habit of catching that voice and being like, this isn't me, this isn't logic, I wouldn't say this to somebody else, so why am I letting myself say it? It really helps. A big, big trigger of mine, like, I feel like this is kind of the norm now, like, everybody knows this and everyone talks about it, but a big trigger of mine is comparing myself to other people. So, like, literally spending too much time on social media, on Instagram, like, as much as it is great and I do love it, that's one of my triggers. So, yours might be completely different. I've put a timer on my Instagram app, which basically means that once I've passed an hour, it won't let me back on and I'll just go, right, okay, time's up, just come back tomorrow. Another thing that I've done is I've either, like, do you know what, I feel awful doing this and it's literally no, there's nothing personal, but I've blocked a few people and I've muted a few people just kind of because it just helps me have a bit of, like, space, a bit of headspace, because I feel it can make you feel quite claustrophobic when you're going on Instagram all the time. And sometimes, you know, even if you just check, like you shouldn't do this, but if if you've posted a story and you're checking to who's seen it and then sometimes it's good to mute certain people to literally just take you out of a situation or like, you know, just completely let you have some headspace. So that's a really good thing to do if you do find that your kind of trigger could be around social media. Try and mental redecorate, mental declutter. So imagine you're about to go and clean out your room. So imagine that you're going to declutter your mind like it is your room. So if you're going to do your room, where would you start? Maybe you nick a drawer. Maybe you'd organise it. Never quite stays the same that you when you first do it, but you give it a good go. Maybe colour coordinate it if you've got enough to work with. I certainly don't. So think to yourself, how can I get my SH1T together? And how can I give less SH1Ts? So how can I take pressure off myself? So look at your weaknesses or what you class as your weaknesses. Maybe society classes it as your weaknesses and look at how you can redecorate them to be your strengths. So here's some examples. I sometimes feel like I just get absolutely walked over. Redecorate it. I am a nice person. I sometimes feel that I am way too over ambitious. Redecorate it. I believe in myself. 
Oh God, that sounded very cringe, <laughs> but it's true. So if you're thinking you're, you've got, your to-do list is way too long, it's stupid, like redecorate that. I am an ambitious person. I'm not boring. Or you could also think, okay, well, what else do I like about myself? Sometimes I think to myself, I'm too short. I'm too short. I hate it. Think to yourself, I am really happy with the shape of my legs. I'm really happy that when I wear culottes, I look quite cute. So every time you spot a weakness popping into your mind, try and get into the habit of saying something positive every single time. Try it and honestly see how you go because I promise you now, it really does work. Even if it's for a short amount of time, it works. I learned a lot from Sarah Knight's book, In You Do You, where she's basically saying how to use what you've got to get where you want to be. And that is all about how to train your weaknesses to make them into your strengths. One thing that I have felt has really helped me at the minute with this, especially being cooped up at home, you know, it's hard to kind of walk away from a situation. So if you're feeling claustrophobic, it could be your surroundings might be stressing you out. Maybe your kids are just being a bit loud and they're, be, they're being a bit repetitive and you just need five minutes. You know, go to your bathroom, shut the door for two minutes, make sure they're safe, obviously. Make sure they're not near any hobs. Or if you can't do that, shut your eyes and just breathe, do some breathing exercises. So what really helps me is... I saw Radio 1, Dr. Rada, she did a video the other day on this new, she's got this new Instagram that's amazing, um, and she did this breathing exercise, which was basically, you just breathe in for four seconds through your nose, so I'll do it now, do it with me in fact, so you breathe in, four, hold for four, and then breathe out with your mouth for eight seconds. Do that four times and I promise you it really helps. If I've helped one person with this 20 minutes then I'm very happy. So if you've taken away anything from this then that's made me really happy and I'll see you on the next one. So see you next week, take care, stay well, keep trying those breathing exercises and I promise you, you will feel better. Speak to you next time.